Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. They and they provoke violence. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. We'd like to encourage you to watch that entire interview with the Attorney General on with Mark Levin last night. It was a groundbreaking interview. Good morning, Mr. Rima. Good morning, Mr. Ware. How are we today? I trust you had a wonderful weekend, did you now? I didn't do a damn thing. I just sat around my house, <laughs> staring at the walls, eating the odd bowl of cereal. That was about uh, it. <laughs> uh, the, the odd ball of cereal. The oh, odd, odd bowl. bowl of cereal. Right, odd cereal bowl of cereal. Of cereal. That was about as thrilling as it got. Because, you know, right, well. it's still the end of the world. And uh, <laughs> Yes. Happy I did Monday. watch the... I did watch the Bill Barr interview, though. That was uh, He is one of the smartest attorneys general I think we've ever had. He, he's he's Isn't cool, he great? man. He yeah. is unflappable. Yeah. And you said it right. smart dude, man. He is. Attorneys general, yeah. Yeah, he really is. I mean, you know, when you, and, and the way he lays it out, he's truly a patriot. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, honestly, I'm not a big fan of that Levin show. I think it's kind of slow, but uh, uh, when he has somebody on that's really – Really good. I just could. I mean, I watched all the way up until he really started kind of veering off and talking about uh, some right. other investigations. But that entire first half hour was just about what's going on in the streets. And he called, yeah. he said, "No uncertain language. They're cowards. They are." <laughs> was the word they that are. he used. They're cowards, and they are. Well, think about cowards. this. Think about this. In Chicago overnight, late last night, there was an officer-involved shooting. A mm-hmm. guy, according to the media and according to the police. I have to make sure we're clear on that. The guy shot at the cops first, so the cops shot him, okay? But he shot first. He didn't just point a gun at him. According to the media out of Chicago this morning and according to police out of Chicago this morning, he actually shot at the police, right? All right, so there were riot. Of course, they all went rioting, and they all went to the streets, and let's go rioting. It's time to riot. And so what did they do? They went to the Magnificent Mile, which is a... You've been to Rodeo Drive, and you've seen yes. all those really swanky shops, you know. You take La Contera and put it on steroids times a million, and you've got these swanky, you know, Tiffany and all these big-time, you know, fancy handbag shops and all that. Magnificent. Oh, well, they went over there and broke into all those stores and stole all their stuff. That, that's how we're going to get back at the place for well. shooting the guy. Shooting back. <laughs> Steal more expensive stuff. That's how we gauge our anger. That's how we do How much it. the that's crap costs that we steal, all right? Yeah. Until yeah. things start getting better, we'll just steal from Walgreens or Walmart, right. you know, knock over a CVS every now and again. But when you guys really start bringing the hammer down, that's when we start hitting Gucci, all right? That's I mean, it, it's baby. Absurd. That's what they did. <laughs> they are. They're vandals and thieves and crooks and cowards. That's all they are. They are. It's a rabble. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yep. And they need to, you know what they need to do? They need to rot in prison. Every last one of them who do this kind of thing, they need to rot in prison. Lock them up because they don't deserve, if they're going to act that way and break into stores, set fires in stores. In Portland over the weekend, they broke into the police union headquarters, tried to burn it down with police inside or with members inside trying to, right. that's, that's attempted murder. Every one of them ought to be in prison for attempted murder today. Um, 
I want to get your take on something here. Uh, Coach Popovich yesterday. Once again, he's popping off. This was before the game with New Orleans yesterday, okay? Right. Which nobody and watched. This is what, yeah, which nobody watched and nobody cares, right? But here's what he said. I think this is important. This is why I want to get your take on it. So the, press, the pregame press conference wraps up, and he said, wait, just a reminder to you guys why we're here, all right? This is, this is pop talking. It's the opening of the NBA. We're going to have a playoff, and, you know, there's going to be a champion and, and that sort of thing. But what's even bigger at this moment is the emphasis that so many more people seem to have. And that's, you know, the racial injustice that we see. And it's become more obvious because of the killings of so many young black men. Today is the six-year anniversary for Michael Brown. I don't know if any of you thought of that today, but six years ago today, he was gunned down and killed. <laughs> right, right. This was a young man who had just graduated from high school. There was some sort of an altercation that everybody has not agreed upon yet. But the fact that is agreed upon is that this young man, with his hands in the air, running away from the officer, running away received six shots in his back, and that killed him. And it's just another example of an overall culture that presumes guilt or feels danger because it's a young black man. And this particular officer even said that he was in fear for his life. Now, I can't imagine being in fear of my life if somebody is running away from me with their hands up. That's not too scary. And, of course, he was never charged. To this day, you can count the many more that have happened. And so that's one of the reasons why the coaches, the owners, the players, especially the staff, everybody here wants to make sure that we sound this out constantly to make sure the momentum never goes away. So just take a minute and think about being in that situation or being that family having that loss. You guys have a good day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Have a great day. Uh. <laughs> Go eat some tacos. You know, I, you know, if you drink wine chronically your entire life, at some point, Trey, you start hitting the important brain cells that you know none of them grow back, but you start hitting the ones that have to do with reasonable thought because he's obviously burned out a few. All right, the, every time I hear this about the Michael Brown case, I get so angry. Their own Department of Justice investigated this. Eric, Eric Holder's Holder. Eric Department Holder. of Justice investigated the Darren Wilson-Michael Brown case. The reason there were no charges is because no injustice happened. He acted properly. He wasn't shot six times in the back. They did forensics and autopsies. It, 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 it's such a load of crap. It's a lie. It lie. is an absolute lie. 100%. But they, it's a lie they require. Because this entire thing is is basically on Michael Brown's shoulders. It's really the case uh, uh, more than Trayvon Martin that really kicked off this you know police brutality uh, movement. Hands up, uh, don't shoot. And it, hands up, don't shoot. And it's complete crap. It's complete crap. That is not what happened. What Popovich said is not what happened. It's a lie. It was lied. determined. It's a matter of record. It makes me crazy. Let's me too. Let, let's let, real quick because we got a break. But let's tell the story of what happened. Michael Brown went into a store. This is what Eric Holder's Justice Department found. He went into a store. He robbed the store. Uh, Darren Wilson was called. 
Mr. Wilson, Officer Wilson goes to the scene, responds to the scene. He follows Michael Brown down the street, parks his car on the street. Michael Brown comes over, punches the officer and uh, around the collar, grabs him around the collar, and then reaches down to grab his gun to shoot the officer. That's when Officer Wilson pulled his service revolver, uh, or what a handgun, I, I guess it wasn't a revolver, it might have been a semi, anyway, pulled it and shot him. And Michael Brown died there in the street. He was not running away with his hand up saying, please don't shoot me. That was not what happened. Here's the here's what makes the, the pop thing uh, that, yes, he reached into the cop's car and hit, hit, and hit him and tried to reach for his gun while Officer Wilson was sitting in right. the car. He reached in there and tried to and attacked him while Officer Wilson was strapped with a seatbelt on inside the car. Here's what makes it so bad, Sean. Pop knows that. He knows what happened. He's got to know it. He knows. He just told a damn lie. I mean, if he doesn't know it, then he's you know a little bit more around the bend than we thought. Because it, it, I think I think most people there's a lot of morons in this country that don't truth that really don't know that uh, mm-hmm. they sh- make their faces or their thoughts known on face puke all the time. There mm-hmm. are people who believe it, absolutely this you know that Darren Wilson just gunned him down while he was running away, mm-hmm. but they have no desire to look into the facts. Pop knows. He knows. He knows. Here's what he's doing. Makes him a lying old goat, man. That's right. And you know, you know what he's doing. Just like what the city council is going to do, and we're going to talk about this too with racism being a a, you know public health crisis. He's trying to stoke the fever of racial division. He is so bloodthirsty trying to get Trump out of office Mm. that he's trying to continue to stoke the fires of racial division in this country. And I hold him responsible. Uh, and I hold the Spurs organization responsible because they know what he's doing, and they're not doing anything about him attempting to divide the American people. He's trying to divide the American people. I don't know if he if he wants some sort of civil war. I don't know what he wants out of this. I don't think but he he's trying. He well, maybe not. Maybe he doesn't know. But he's trying to uh, stoke the embers. Uh, of hatred on the other side. We've seen the results of that in rioting in the streets, and he's trying to throw more gasoline on that fire. And I would say he should be ashamed of himself, but the man has no shame. He doesn't know what it is. I, you know, I, he's and and overall, let's just face it, nobody's watching the NBA anymore because of this nope. crap. Because he's of this. killed the Spurs franchise in a handful yes, he of has. years. He has, he has turned so many people off. Uh, there, there's not even all that many people listening to him at this point to to realize how full of crap he is. Mm-hmm. But when I heard that yesterday, I was like, "You're really going to go with that? You're going to stand there and act like you're so superior to all these little people around you and preach to them about Michael Brown, knowing what you're saying is a bunch of crap." He is. He's a lying old goat, man. And I just, I'm so sick of it. Yeah, <laughs> I used to love I watching the Spurs. You know, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, Yep. Uh, the first year that Red had them here, we bought season tickets, and then we bought season tickets, and we bought, they were playing with a red, white, and blue ball at the time. That's how long ago that was, ABA. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and we continued wow. to support them throughout the years. They're not going to get another dime of my money as long as he is part of that organization. All right. Quick break here. We'll come right back. More Warren Rima after the break. San Antonio RVs. SanAntonioRVs.com is where you're going to find San Antonio RVs right now, and you'll find your RV at San Antonio RVs. San Antonio RVs, they got a full line of RVs for you. And when you look at them, there's new, and there's pre-owned, and they're the best. 
best. They really are. If you just want a stripped-down model, you know, that doesn't have much inside, just you and Mama going to go somewhere, that's fine. But if you want one that's totally decked out, it's got more stuff in it than your home, <laughs> they could do that, too, at San Antonio RVs. And the service after the sale unmatched. It really, truly is. Arnie got one, friend of friend of ours, Arnie. Uh, and he and his family have had more fun time together since they picked up their San Antonio RV's RV than they've ever had. And you can, too. So enjoy the outdoors with your San Antonio RV's RV. SanAntonioRVs.com. All right. Traffic and AccuWeather coming up in 60... 60- Save on at Staples. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We are fighting for people's needs. We, are, we need testing. We need our schools to open safely. We need to uh, prevent firefighters and teachers and others from being laid off. That made me puke. All right, so it's uh, Warren Rima, 723, 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We were just talking, Sean's going to hit me in a second, but we were just talking off the air. Greg Popovich, rich guy, surrounded by a bunch of rich guys, <laughs> who hap- some of them happen to be black. But th- so, and he's talking about racism in his country, and uh, you people are going to realize the new symbol of uh, of racism in this country is a Bentley. There's nothing more obnoxious to me than filthy, stinking rich guys with that air of superiority <laughs> preaching to the rest of us about oppression. <laughs> when he's surrounded by guys who are also multimillionaires, you know, and, right. and it's like, well, Driving if Bentley's. that's oppression, can you oppress me for a little while? Just for uh-huh. a few weeks? I'd love the to suffer of, that kind of oppression. The new symbol of racism is, is, is a Bentley. A Bentley. <laughs> a Bentley. And a vineyard, yes. you know. Oh, <laughs> God. Anyway, well, I you know, it, we, I've been saying, now this, is, this story kind of creeped me out, even though it's largely tragically funny okay and i've been saying for a long time you know once we really know we're in trouble in this country is when two plus two no longer equals four. Oh my god oh my you know, god because once oh. two plus two can equal whatever you need it to equal <sighs> it's done we're done and out of brooklyn college we have laurie ah. rubel she's a math education professor Arguing this weekend on Twitter that the mathematical equation 2 plus 2 equals 4, quote, reeks of white supremacist patriarchy. <sighs> math, math is racist, oh, she no. says. Math, yep. that basic math is white supremacist because she it, said. this objective truth is just a social construct. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Math was written by a bunch of racist white men. Bunch of honkies. <laughs> bunch of honkies. Came up with the math. People say it's subjectivism to ask if math is Western. I don't get that. It's an objective fact that some groups are more involved in the creation of modern math than others. <sighs> they may have been trying to make it objective, but it's not stupid to ask if they actually... two plus two, If you have two things and you add two things to it, it becomes four. Uh, no, hey, there's no, four no, things. That's racist. That's racist. I'm a that's white racist. guy saying that, so it must be. You honk it, it must be racist. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, how do you how do you look yourself in the mirror and uh-huh. make such a claim and feel good about yourself? Oh man, they do it. They feel great. They feel superior. Like like pop makes up a story. Something didn't happen and uh, feels good about making up a story. This is uh, again. 
Again, what she is doing is all about separating us, divide, conquer, punish you for voting for Donald Trump. You know, it's insanity. They they really have gone into the psychopathic uh, side of things because Donald Trump is a president. And, and you know what? I said this before you came on, Sean. The next three months, we're just nah. about three months away from the election. Next three months will be pure hell. They're not done. The riots in the streets and all the stuff you're seeing, they're not done. They're going to crank it up. They're going to ratchet it up. It's going to get worse. I want everybody to chill. I want everybody to steal themselves. And I, I'm going to make a prediction, and I, I could be wrong, and that's fine if I'm wrong. But I think Cyrus, or Cyrus Vance's kid up at the Southern District of New York, the reason he went after and got Donald Trump's tax receipts and money and, you know, financials and all that kind of stuff, I think he wants to indict him in October. I think he wants to hand down an indictment on him and the two boys and possibly Jared in, in, uh, in November. I bet you, or, or in October, I bet you that's going to be the October surprise. I bet you. Well, there also is rumbling that uh, Bill Barr may have a surprise uh, coming up in October, so we may have dueling October surprises. I, you know, I just want to go in a like what do they call it, cryogenic freeze chamber? You know, can you just like, be knock nice. me out for the next three months yeah. and wake me up the day after ele- election day? I'll early vote and just put me, knock me out, because you're mm-hmm. right. The next three months are going to be ridiculous. I mean, it's hell. already ridiculous, and by ridiculous, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make it sound funny. All right, oh, this is horrible. What's going on all the way around? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, politi- the politics involved in the pandemic, the politics involved in the rioting, uh, and the criminal behavior—it's uh, all part of the same energy flow, in my opinion. And yeah, it's going to get worse over the next three months. And uh, you know, I'm half crazy now, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nancy and I were talking earlier. We're we're taking one of the granddaughters out. Well, we're taking both of the granddaughters out today because it's mm-hmm. one of one of them's birthday, right? Right. And so we're taking them out today for her birthday. But you know, even going to lunch or dinner, going out to eat, you go out to eat for the experience. We can make better food here. I can tell you right now, her pasta is a lot better than what we're going to get down the street. But you know, uh, you know, we, we you're going to go out for the experience. It's right now is terrible, man. There's nothing on the table. It's a blank table. There's no menu or anything like that. And you're eating with plastic utensils at half the places, and they're all masked up and all that stuff. The reason they're doing all this is because you need to be punished for voting for Donald Trump. Donald Trump did this, and November 4th, it all goes away. I hope it goes away. I mean, I think I hope it doesn't get worse. It will. It depends on what happens, I suppose, you know, with the election. If Donald Trump is reelected, uh, you know, I don't think the rioters are just going to stop rioting. I so know. I don't know. I, I all I but you're absolutely right in that we are in a period of time where everything is just upside down, and oh, you man, have to really find something in your life to to uh, hang on to. You know what I mean? Like the side of the boat. You know what I mean? You need to find something something in your life to the get Bible. you through this. Whether it's the Bible or it's God or it's it's your faith. You know, because this this is just a really weird ride. And when you start arguing that two plus two is racist. <laughs> We're in bad times, man. <laughs> we're, we're in seriously bad times. The insane so, are running the asylum. Buckle All your right, seat quick. Uh, 
That's right. Yeah, buckle your seatbelts. The next three months are going to be, whew, wow. All right, quick break here. On the other side, more Ware and Rima, and we'll check in with Dr. Doom. He was making some statements over the weekend, so what did he have to say? That's coming up here on KTSA. Meanwhile, at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, they provide hope and healing for people and families who face mental health issues. If this has all got you down and you're you're struggling because of all this, and that's what we see uh, time and time again, we get a new report out, a new report out, a new report out. People are suffering right now because of the pandemic and because they're cooped up at home and all that stuff. Well, the Laurel Ridge, they'll help you get through it. Program designed for patients ages 18 and up. If you're experiencing a difficult time functioning right now in your daily life, but you don't require emergency crisis stabilization or somebody in your family doesn't, well, then Laurel Ridge Treatment Center is offering a virtual intensive outpatient program using Zoom technology, and it facilitates therapy so you can access the treatment right there at your home. Get a no-cost assessment today from Laurel Ridge. That's Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, 210-491. them Dave Ramsey sent you. Bringing America back. Get what you need to know at KTSA.com. Employers are just going to continue to withhold the money. I've talked to some because they don't want their employees to be stuck with a huge bill in December. So it's not going to pump money into the economy. Well, a couple of, uh, I, I have a few bits and pieces just to throw out here, Sean, and then you can jump in. Um, do your thing. 738 now. It's wearing Rima on KTSA. I had no idea that the prayer thing yesterday was going to turn into an apology for racism in America. And Max, uh, what a disappointment. What, what a huge disappointment, man. I didn't, I, I had no idea it was going to be that. But that's the Liz story that Don just played, and they were apologizing for. Whitey and apologizing for the churchy and all how bad racism has been and we're so sorry and all those other things. You didn't do it. If you're not a racist, then you didn't do it. You you don't. He was talking about uh, slavery and all you know and the uh, suppression of blacks, slavery and so. You didn't do that. You don't have to apologize for that. You didn't. You, I, as far as I know, you didn't know. Did you ever own any slaves there, Sean? You ever own no, I mm, personally no. was enslaved in a couple of relationships, but I yeah, I, that can happen. Never... <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. no, you know, it's like I, it's enough for me for one lifetime to deal with the crap I actually did that I <laughs> that I regret. You know, I feel bad with about. You. you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I don't feel bad for slavery. <laughs> I didn't do it. I, didn't I did not do, do it, it, man. I didn't pilot the slave ships, you, man. You you might as well take. The responsibility then for the Manson murders, and you might as well take responsibility anything. for nine eleven. Anything, anything, anything. It's your fault. And, and, you know? and it's a, what, what the way the Bull thing crap. about the the white guilt thing. It's a way for Caucasian liberal pukes, right? To again, like Pop, to make themselves feel superior. Look, feel I know better. how much white people suck. You know, right. and I'm a white person because I'm woke. Well, and it's a bunch of crap, man. It really is. So. Max, I'm disappointed. All right, so Liberty University's Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, taking a leave of absence after the unzipped pants picture. <laughs> the board called him in and said, you know, you probably need a vacation. And he said, yeah, I do. Uh, best to Simon <laughs> Cowell. He broke his back riding right. his bicycle, fell off that. So NASA's going to remove offensive names from planets. Now, there's one uh, that's, that, that I thought it was, but no, mm. it's not that. 
They're uh, they're they're renaming places like the Eskimo Nebula. <laughs> so they're going to name it something that's which was discovered and named by the way in 1787. So now you know people in 2021 are so much smarter. So instead of calling it the Eskimo Nebula, which is offensive, they're going to call it NGC 2392. Remember that one. <laughs> Okay, a, news flash. You know what that is? It's a license what? plate. <laughs> it's a license also, plate. Also, let me just add, since we're renaming <laughs> yeah. celestial bodies now, yes. the nebula doesn't care what you call it, okay? It doesn't matter what you call what some pink ape on this little marble out in the middle of nowhere calls a nebula or a planet. or a, They don't care. The planets out there don't care what we named them. It's offensive. Right? It's offensive. The Siamese Twins Galaxy. Will be known as NGC forty five sixty seven and NGC forty five sixty eight. Again, those are drivers. Those are license plates on a car. People, there are more. There are more human beings being uh, owned and moved and bought and sold in human trafficking and slavery right. today than at any other part of a place, a time on in human history. And we're freaking renaming planets. That's right. Because yep. it might be, re- you know, come on, I'm yep. losing it. Um, I'm losing it, man. Here's another bits and pieces. Uh, does Jason Minix from our ESPN station do anything other than grill? Does he do? I don't spend a lot of time on social media, but when I go on social media, all I see are his steaks and ribs. He, I, I don't know when he does a radio. Is the guy still? Is he still working for the company? Is he still doing radio? I don't know when he finds finds time to broadcast or even watch sports because he sort of has to do that too. And he's always grilling. The thing Every that day the man's about? grilling. Like here's a couple have of you elk an invitation? on the grill. What's that? <laughs> have you gotten an invitation? Has he invited no, you? Over? I haven't gotten I never no, nobody invites me to their Me home. either. They're afraid I'll clear out their liquor. Hey Minix. What's up, son? Well, I, I I'm I, I, I'm st- I am I'm getting a little edgy these days because again we're sort of looking at a few more months of this crap. Oh yeah. And so maybe Free. my patience is a little thin. But no, you know, I, I Saturday I'm out, I'm doing my little errand thing, just going down the street. Yeah. You know, and I see a guy go by in a very expensive convertible with the top down, uh-huh. and he's got a mask on. In a convertible with the top he's down. He's in a convertible. He's driving down the street. Yeah. There's nobody else in the car. Yeah. He's wearing a mask in a stinking convertible, okay? Yeah. And un- unless the COVIDs can magically fly, you know, mm-hmm. b- between 35 and 40 miles an hour and attach themselves to this guy's schnoz, I don't yeah. think he has, he's running much of a risk of catching the COVIDs in a convertible <laughs> going down the street. And so I mentioned, I mentioned that on, on, on face puke. Oh, did and you? I had a bunch of people just, oh, yeah, but you know what, Sean? I'd rather he wear a mask when he doesn't have to than forget to wear one when he does. <sighs> and I'm Please. going, doesn't it, does it not matter that the masks work or don't work? It is. It's become normalized. It Hell should yeah. never be Permanent. normal. Everybody Permanent. walking, listen, I want everybody to, everybody walking around with surgical masks on should never, ever, ever be normal right and yet it's you know what it is the mask thing has kind of become like the woke thing in that it's a way for people to feel superior i know how important the masks are and that's why i'm always wearing one and you don't you're killing people you know it's that kind of an ego thing it's really because the masks don't the the science is not there as far as whether they do anything at all 
I tell you what we'll do is we'll cover this in more depth in the next segment because I actually read the medical journals. <laughs> right, that's what I do on the weekends, and so I've got I, I have a story about that and uh, some research on that. And finally, from from social media too, Nico and his wife, wear your clothes. <laughs> What was that? Yeah. <laughs> Looking at that on social media, like uh, I'm, I'm guessing you guys have clothes on. I mean, you know, you have something on, but. I, shoulders are bare, but they're standing there looking good. I'm telling you, that's a good man right there. He's a good, good oh, man. Right oh, he's there. a great guy. Oh, he's a very good cool man. Dude. Very cool. Dude. All right, so uh, Doctor Doom coming up in the next segment. The 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 Journal of Medical uh, talking about uh, masks. We'll talk about that and hydroxychloroquine and uh, what's the deal on that. That's all coming up as well with Ware and Rima. You know, at BSG, they are so good at what they do. Uh, please don't trust this to just anybody who comes knocking on your door, because anybody who comes knocking on your door is going to mess it up. I'm talking about smart home technology and smart home security. And at BSG, you get the best. Of it all. BSG at 210-877-1222-210-877-1222-BSGTexas.com is where you'll find them for security systems that are all about smart home security connected to your car, connected to your smartphone, connected to wherever you are at all times. You're in charge of your security, even connected to the pipes in your home. So you're away from your home and you break a pipe. You don't have to come home to a flooded home. You know it right away. You get people out there to fix it right away. And, of course, the convenience and the money saving by going with a smart home is unmatched. And the best in the business is BSG. Somebody knocks on your door, tell them to go away. Call our friends Jim Davis and his team at BSG. That's BSG, 210-A.com. There was difficulty with the 600 number because it really was a disincentive. Yep. Babylon B this morning, headline, sorry excuse for a man, ask for help at Home Depot. Uh, that's true. You know, you're not supposed to when you walk into Home Depot. E- e- even if you don't know where something is, you're supposed to act like you do, right? Keep walking them down every aisle until you, fi- you find the right screws. All right, so uh, Dr. Doom says the uh, odds of eventual coronavirus vaccine being effective are not that great. This guy is a thrill of minute of party, isn't he? Oh, my God. Yeah, Ugh. Dr. Doom. Uh, no, noting that a success rate of 50%, boy, that that would be amazing if we could achieve that, Dr. Doom says, 50% a success rate. So 100 people get it. It's only going to work on 50 of you, and that would be awesome, he says. Um, which means, which means, he said, you must never, as in never, ever, as in for all eternity, you must never abandon the public health approach of masks and hand washing and social distancing forever. Yes. I will lose my mind if I have to spend the rest of my life living like this. I mean, I'm just being told. Dr. Doom says. I don't believe a thing. He has lost all validity with me. Mm-hmm. I, I that, that guy is is one way or the other. I mean, back and forth. He has been through this up, through this entire thing. I think being on TV a lot has kind of gone to his head a little. Frankly, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I don't know what to believe, man. I, I, I like you. I know you've got some uh, information. You did some research over the weekend on the mask thing. I, I just, yeah. again, just being a simple cave dweller and looking at the damn things, and understanding that when I have one on, my glasses steam, which means mm-hmm. the air isn't staying behind the mask. That's right. <laughs> it's just, that's exactly right. But it's one hundred percent right. A thing. It's become a thing. Yeah. 
You know, well, Representative so, Andy Biggs is a Republican from Arizona. He says it's time for Dr. Doom and Deborah Burks to exit stage left. He says their policies and solutions do not value and protect all lives. Our future depends on these two exiting the stage immediately. The sell-by date of these two has expired. He went on to say it was his advice to lock down most states and local jurisdictions that resulted in the unemployment of tens of millions of Americans. Thousands of businesses have been permanently shuttered. People who had mortgaged their homes or leveraged their retirement savings to open businesses saw the economic dreams vanish. Fauci told Congress he didn't consider these things when crafting his policies. Suicide rates have increased. Alcohol and drug abuse have skyrocketed. Dr. Fauci, according to Big, has been the architect, if not the builder, of policies that have been inconsistent, unpredictable, and destructive. There you go. Yeah. I I wonder how long it's going to take us when this whole thing passes, whatever that means, to really get to the heart of how much of this was was politically motivated. Because I really want to know. Someday I want to know how much politics played a part in this. Because this is the destruction of the country. And the Huge. destruction of people's lives. And, uh, um, well, so the New England Journal of Medicine, big. You don't get in there unless you are on right. it. You know, you got to be on it. You don't get in it. May 21st of this year. May 21st. We know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little, if any, protection from infection. Authorities define a significant exposure to COVID-19 as face-to-face contact within six feet of a patient with symptomatic COVID-19 that is sustained for at least a few minutes. That's 10 to 30 minutes. The chance of catching COVID-19 from a passing interaction in a public space is therefore minimal. In many cases, the desire for widespread masking is a reflexive reaction to anxiety over the pandemic. So, why are we being ordered to wear a mask? It's all symbolism. This is from the New England Journal of Medicine. It also is clear that masks serve symbolic roles. Masks are not only tools, they're also talismans that may help increase healthcare workers' perceived sense of safety, well-being, and trust in hospitals. The Surgeon General was widely mocked and ridiculed for suggesting in March that masks might even increase the spread of the virus. Yet the esteemed New England Journal of Medicine provides the same warning. What is clear is that universal masking alone is not a panacea. So it goes on to explain. And the guy that was behind this in the New England Journal of Medicine, Dr. Doom, Anthony Fauci. So in in May... (laughs) In May, masks were just a panacea, a talisman to make you feel better. Today, well, you're going to have to wear it forever. You can't never take it off. Well, and yeah. you know, and again, I saw that over the weekend with some of the reactions I got with some things I posted. And, and these are normally very intelligent people with college degrees hanging on the wall. And when it comes to the mask, oh, you've got to have your mask on. If you don't have your, I mean, they're just buying it hook, line, and sinker. They don't question the efficacy of the masks. The masks. They don't question whether it works or not. And anybody who does, and you know this, is a Trump voting redneck racist. You know, if you're Correct. if you're against the right. masks, you probably voted for Trump, and you just want people to die, and you want people of color. I mean, it becomes that. And again, mm-hmm. these are normally intelligent, educated people. Right. They bought into this hook, line, and sinker. And it makes me crazy because I think the masks are, uh, from a cultural, societal, and mental health perspective, are disastrous. Yeah. Does hydroxychloroquine work? We'll talk about that. And the rest of the news of the day, where in Rima after the news, KTS. Then they took her fate, her, her, um, her, uh, 
web page down. They took her web page <laughs> down, got rid of it. They destroyed it, took it away. She got fired from three hospitals for going out and saying hydroxychloroquine works. So uh, anyway, um, she was talking about this yesterday, and she was talking about how they have had seen tremendous help with it, that if it's given early and given with zinc, because as she explained, the hydroxychloroquine opens the door and the zinc goes in and, and fixes this. She right. said, if it's given early and given with zinc, boom, we have a 100% success rate with this stuff. It's amazing. She said, "When you, I can tell you the three reasons why it doesn't work. It's usually older people, people given it late in, the, in their course of it, whatever. So you've got a couple of Democrats now that have come out and said, yeah, she's right. Democrat New York City Councilman Paul Vallone said, I'm alive today because of hydroxy." Uh, chloroquine. It saved my life. You've got Valone's brother said, oh, so I guess all these doctors who are prescribing it are right. This drug is really on the market. Its its patent is up, so it's cheap. A new drug won't be cheap. See, that, that follow the money. That's what's happening with this thing. And Karen Whitsitt from Michigan is also a state senator up there, said that hydroxychloroquine saved her life as well. What, what I say about it is, first of all, I believe the whole thing follow the money and the fact that they are so against it and canceling it is that, you know, the new drugs won't be, you know, the, the, how can you sell a new drug when you've got a, a drug that's been on the market for right. 50 years that, you know, wipes it out? Um, that they are, uh, any time the left and the establishment is trying to cancel something, in my view, then that's something you need to support. Because <laughs> they're canceling <laughs> well, yeah. it for a reason. <laughs> that's what it is. If they're yeah, trying to get right. rid of it, it must be a good thing. Must you know, be good. Uh, yep. they, they, I, it, it, they've been resistant towards this since day one. Because Trump liked it's, it. Rev- because Trump liked it. If Trump yep. hated it, oh my God, they wouldn't shut up about the benefits of it. Exactly. You know, and that that's where it's 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 we've really had a window open up into that side of things in this country, the extreme left in this country, whether you know you want to call them Marxists, fascists, liberal pukes, you know that rabble. <laughs> all right, they're a rabble. What we the the window we can now look through is that. They really just have no souls when it comes to politics. Bill Barr said it last night. They are completely political. Everything is political. Every aspect of their existences is political. Everything they say and everything they support and everything they don't support, everything they uh, try to can't, it's all politically motivated. So that should tell you how much they give a crap about you. If you're somebody in the African-American community or the Hispanic community, and you think that these are the folks who have been fighting for you uh, for a few generations? Look at what's happening right now. Look at what's happening right. They don't care about anybody but their own political ends. That's it. It's it's well, right. If if you don't want people to get better, <laughs> you know, exactly it's something that might help them get better. All right, exactly. You've left the human race. You you've you've buried your soul someplace. Because wh- why would you try? Why would you work, be working so hard to cancel something when you, all, all you could say the, the 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 honest position is, well, try it if you want to. You know, that's sure. your body. So if you want to try this thing, try it and see if it works. Why are you working so hard to cancel something? Well, because Donald Trump said he believes it works. That's why. You know, I, I had a thought over the weekend. We're going to talk about the San Antonio racism thing in the next segment. But I have a thought over the weekend, Sean. I don't know. First of all, a couple of thoughts. Uh, I think the next three months are going to be hell. I think they're going to ratchet it up. I think it's going to be more difficult than it's ever been. 
we're being punished right now for uh, electing Donald Trump, and they're going to ratchet it up some more. I, I, I also think, I could be wrong, but I also think that Vance up in the Southern District of New York, the reason he went after Trump's money and his uh, records and financial records, I think they, I think he's going to try to indict him in March or, or in October. I think that's going to be October surprise. Him and the boys, maybe Jared, I think he's going to try to indict him. And maybe he will because, you know, uh, a good prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich. So maybe he'll be able to get an indictment against a, a sitting president. I think they're going to try that. Uh, we'll see. Um, but really i mean so much of this comes down to whether or not we we are going to be able on november 4th to to, to you know move forward and and find a way out of all this how how do you how do you go back when this when we've been going through how do you get back to okay now it's all over with we can we can move on <laughs> you know i had some similar thoughts you know because i i don't even know i don't know how that happens i don't know how that happens i don't know we're, there's really no, we're not going back to something uh, we're we're gonna obviously going to be moving into something, but how much of what's going on now carries with us? I just th- this cannot go on. Mm-hmm. The way we are living right now cannot go on uh, I- indefinitely. It simply cannot. Uh, and and I you know you're going to see a general breakdown. You've got a breakdown now in the cities because of politics and riots uh, and and the defunding the police movement. But as things go on, the longer this happens, or the longer we have to live this way, I think you're going to see even more of a social breakdown across the board. Because it's not normal. The way we are all living right now is not normal. It's not about going back to something. It's just about living a normal life. And this is the thought that kept bouncing around in my head this weekend, brother. It was, mm-hmm. It is not normal that everybody is walking around wearing surgical masks. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I'm saying to myself, if nobody believes me, if I'm the only one who is mm-hmm. saying this, and I mean that, you know, in my own psyche, uh, mm-hmm. it, the, it's not normal. It, this is not a normal way to live, and not being a normal way to live, inherently, it must be bad for people. And it mm-hmm. is. The mental health issues are off the charts right now. Oh, it's huge. It's terrible. It's and terrible, the fact that there terrible. are people that want this to continue is disgusting to me. Well, uh, you said it right. They left the human race. Um, yeah. Okay, let's let's do the break, and we'll come back, and we'll jump on this story that Liz has up at KTSA.com about San Antonio City Council and reparations. You're gonna gonna get in your pants and take your wallet out and uh, and serve up some cash. So we'll talk about that coming up. <laughs> you know, many businesses are no longer dependent on a building, and they won't be. There's going to be you know a time when fewer and fewer people are going to go to a certain location to work it's going to be done remotely and this has been an experiment in that and some are not going back you know this is going to be a permanent situation for some so the deal is you want to make sure that your employees are in touch at all times your office phone lines you know that big bulky thing that's sitting on the desk that nobody goes to in a cubicle somewhere well it's frustrating and they're expensive and they end up at some point you know a warehouse floor somewhere. You don't need that. What you need is Bridgehead IT. Bridgehead IT is your IT company for your business. No more do you have to have uh, an IT staff sitting around waiting for something in a computer somewhere to break. 
Mm-mm. No, you can hire Bridgehead IT to do that remotely or on site either way with Microsoft 365 Business Voice. That turns your Microsoft Teams into a powerful and flexible phone system through your employee's cell phone in their pocket. They can answer your clients' calls wherever they are, first ring, and get on it. Your office phone system needs to be flexible anywhere and everywhere, and it will be with Bridgehead IT and Microsoft 365, helping you make the change and enjoy a more affordable, reliable, and flexible office phone solution with Microsoft Business Voice and Bridgehead IT. Local for more than 20 years. And there's no contract, so they have to earn your business with every job. BridgeheadIT.com or on the phone at 210-477-7999. AccuWeather Forecast, super hot all week, 100s all week long. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. If they don't get it passed, if the president's not willing to get it passed, then he's going, this is just an additional failure in a series of failures. Whatever. (laughs) That quality, dude. Whatever. Whatever, man. Whatever. Um, hey, listen, Sean, I got an idea. You're not going to get rich. We're going to get oh, rich. Really? I got an idea for you may get rich. That we sounds like a fine money. idea. How's that going to work? We're going to get us a U-Haul distributorship and put it right in the center of San Antonio, put up a big old sign saying Trey and Sean's U-Haul. Come rent U-Haul to get the hell out of San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably going to be a market yep. for people trying to get the hell out of San Antonio very soon. That's, that's what I was thinking right there is that you don't want to make some you want to make some bucks, get yourself a U-Haul uh, right. dealership, and uh, and start renting U-Hauls to get out of town. Now that they're going to declare San Antonio's racism is a public ah. health crisis. Ah. Uh, ah. Co- Council person Andrew Sullivan said, "We have to address the monster in the room." monster in the room. We have to. Uh, no, no, you're gonna lo- you're gonna love this biblical analogy. You're gonna love this. She goes into a biblical story. She says, um, "We have to address the demon that is before us. Get out! No, 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 no. You have to address the demon that is before us. We have to slay the dragon because we are Goliaths in this war." Okay. Uh, um, uh. First of all, <laughs> there was no dragon. There was no dragon. Oh man! In the David and Goliath story, and uh. by the way. By the way, Goliath lost. He ended up headless. Was the, one rock, the big dude. Yeah. One rock, one pebble, one pebble, and he ended uh, up without a head. So we're the Goliaths in this war, right. and that's what we're doing by declaring racism as a public health crisis. If a person is stressed, their health is going to decline. If a person doesn't have adequate housing, their health is going to decline. Oh, we have to help right. them. You need a Kleenex there? All right. <laughs> Whitey's got to pay. Whitey's you know, you know pay. what I hate about this? Though? Yeah, because we're on the road to reparations. That's what they all want. They want reparations. Is, right? They want to start what handing checks out to people. See a black is. guy in the street. Here you go, man. Sorry about the slavery. That's what it is. A, here's a check for 20 bucks. That's you why know, they're naming and, it a public health crisis. If it's a public health crisis, then the public has to pay to stop the health crisis. That's what it is. That's what they're doing. You know what I, what I hate about it? The, what I especially hate about it here in San Antonio, I've been here 10 years now. 
And I've mm-hmm. lived in towns that were racist towns. I have. Mm-hmm. I have lived in places that were racist, where you had everything separated. And they, they didn't. Joe like Biden's each other. Delaware. Joe <laughs> Biden's Delaware is one of the most racist right. states in this in this republic. Uh-huh. Okay, and you were there. It, it truly is. All right, you got uh-huh. people that have never made it out of the 1860s on on the on the eastern shore of Delaware, um, or Chesapeake side, Bay side of Delaware, um, but. San Antonio, I've, it's not that. Uh-huh. God, I've never lived in a place that was so uh, diverse, where people from all different communities just got along fine. I mean, I'm not saying we don't have not issues. Not according to Ron Nirenberg, but I don't this see, is it's a not terrible happening place. here, man. We're all racist, man. All all whiteies are racist. You honkies. You need to uh-huh. you need to get your wallet out. Start paying, man. People need air conditioning. What'd she say? You need air conditioning, man. You need ha- adequate housing, man. And, uh, you know, it, it, people don't have that because uh, you're a racist. So uh, people don't have adequate housing because you're a racist. Here's, here's what I say oh, about okay. Nirenberg. Here's what I say. You think he's bad now? You oh, let yeah. that boy get get reelected. He's going to go full out on you. And, uh, I mean, he is going to own you. He's going to go full out. I'm telling you right now. He will. Oh, yeah. He gets another term. Get yeah, he's he's going to go for Brett. Right now, he's trying to play it nice. Now, now he's trying Soft to pedaling. appear to be a moderate, which we know he's not. So, he, yeah, that here's what I have to say about Nuremberg. Uh, there, there's my great yeah. commentary on Ron Nuremberg. You give him another. You, you give, better get you give somebody, him another two years. Oh my God, no! You huh. better get somebody to run against him. That's a conservative because somebody. this guy it, once he Play. he's doing he's yeah. doing the Obama thing. You remember the whole thing about tell Vlad that the oh, minute yeah. I'm reelected, I'll have more flexibility. Okay, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, comrade. That's the same thing that this guy's doing. <laughs> the comrade same Nuremberg. thing. This. Uh huh. You know it. Same is. thing. And what I can't stand is how they state things like it's just a foregone conclusion. You know what I mean? Oh, we're just so rife with racism. It's it's a public health thing, and they just they don't really give any explanation for why they believe that. Not really. Do you know what I mean? There's no actual explanation that led them to believe uh, that this was something that we needed to do right now because racism is so bad in San Antonio. I have never lived in a more diverse community than San Antonio, Texas. You know, that's one of the first things I noticed about this place when I moved here. Because uh, when I moved here, I was on the heels of a divorce, and so very often I, I would run out of gas. And have to have, people would have to push my car to the gas station. And did I tell you, ever, one of the things I noticed... because you you're white? Yeah. Well, one of the things I noticed is, you know what? A Hispanic guy is going to get out of the car. A black guy is going to get out of the car. They're all going to get out of the car and help yep. push me to the gas station. They're not going to give a crap that I'm yep. a white dude. You know? You know? Uh, it's such a friend, load. A friend man. of mine said to me on Saturday, he said, we're not as divided as the media and the politicians want us to believe. He's a million percent correct. He's a million percent correct. G- growing up in this town, I grew up primarily with Latinos. I'm right. married to one. You did too. And you're not supposed right. to. Ru- my best friend for life is uh, Carlos Cruz, and he is, his family's from Mexico. Uh, we, we could tell a story over, uh, Elaine, my gosh, she's been my work wife for almost 30 years, Elaine Rodriguez. I mean, you're not supposed to roll that stuff out. You know, they say, well, that doesn't mean that you're not racist. Give me a break. Really, uh, what does it mean? That means well, we don't care. It, we don't care what your what your skin color is or where you came from. We care about the person, which is what it's supposed to be about. I don't care what you look like. 
I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I, I just again, I, 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 as a relatively new person here, after just a day, I've never, and I, I've never lived in a place where it was so diverse. And people got along so well, and again, it's not saying we don't. There aren't problems. Of course, there are, but we don't have those kind of problems. Not in any discernible way, because you'd no. be hearing about it more. You'd be hearing yeah. about race violence and race-based things happening in this in this town more than you do. We got people getting shot, but that's usually because somebody's messing around with somebody they shouldn't be messing around with, or yeah. you know, or, or that's territorial or it's some drug thing. But you don't have race violence here, you know. And yeah. it's not saying racism doesn't exist. They're trying to start all. They're but, trying oh my to God, start. It's certainly not a public health crisis. They Good are Lord. trying to start it. That to me, they're trying to invite right. it in here. What they're attempting to do, and that's why I'm, you're going to hear me say this between now and the election. Everybody just stay cool. Because what they're attempting to do, they want us fighting each other. Yeah. And San Antonio, you know what? The country's not about that. The country's not about each other fighting each other. They are trying, but between Popovich and the city council and yeah. all this stuff, every time you hear them talk, guys, you need to listen to what they're saying and look at it through this. Look at it through the lens of they are trying to separate us. They're trying to cause this. The media's doing it, too. It's just like this. Here's what... I don't know if you've noticed this lately. Local media, too, is doing this. It, it, all of a sudden, it's time to go back to school, right? So all of a sudden, what starts appearing on all the media, all these stories about kids getting COVID and dying, a Georgia kid, seven years old, no pre-existing condition, he gets COVID and dies. What, they didn't get it up until just this week? No kids got it until this week? All of a sudden, this week, we're talking about going out of school, and all of the media is shoving these stories in our faces about kids getting COVID, kids getting these kids getting Here's a, I saw one the other day. It's a nine-month-old baby in a crib laying there, got COVID. The nine-month-old, look at this. It can, if it can happen to a nine-month-old, it can happen to your 13-year-old going to middle school. This is the kind of trash that these people are. They're playing with the emotions of people, and the city council is playing no, nothing more than pandering and playing with people by saying, racism is a public health crisis. You're a bunch of pandering fools on city council. That's what you well, are. And, and, and it's kind of like I said a little while ago about the mass. That's why everybody has to make up their own minds. You have to trust your own thoughts on what's going on right now. And if in your mind you're thinking, well, I never noticed any real hardcore race problems here in San Antonio, why do we no, need no, such do. an ordinance? Well, you know what? You're right. No, no, you do. It's just yeah. like saying, I don't think the masks really work. You're right. You know, it, it's, right. It, you need to trust. Now, th there's a lot of folks on the left that are doing the exact opposite in that it's group think, group think, group think, and whatever the, the architects of the group determine is true is what we have to repeat. That's who right. they are. All right. You have to trust in your own thoughts to tell you that, hey, this ain't right. Something's not mm -hmm. right here. This is bad. Yeah. Three months. Three months is going to be bad. So hang in there. All right. We'll tell you about BSG. BSG at BSGTexas.com. That's BSGTexas.com. Smart home technology. Well, first of all, it's a time saver. Second of all, it's a money saver. And third of all, when you're dealing with BSG, you're dealing with a San Antonio company that does really want you to have the best experience in smart home technology. So whether it's a Wi-Fi mesh network at your home so that you never get out of range of your home Wi-Fi that is completely locked down and secure, and only you and the people you allow will be able to get into and access your Wi-Fi network, whether it's a security system with lights and cameras and automa automation all the way around your house, inside and out of your home, they can do that as well with BSG, all locally done. 
all locally done. If somebody knocks on your door and says, hey, i got the systems. No, <laughs> have a good day. See you later. Bye. Call BSG. BSGTexas.com and on the phone, 210-87. News is happening fast. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Problem is that this happens on a mass scale. It isn't one particular kid or one particular person. It's the existence in the United States of a multi-million person a data collection uh, effort that the uh, essentially the spy agencies and the military of, of communist China can tap into. Yeah, and China's declared war on the United States. It's not a conventional shooting war. Those are those are gone forever. But uh, it, they've declared war on us and. I got a whole list of stuff that they're doing right now, including trying to hack into our election system. We'll get to that. Some bits and pieces as well with Warren Rima from the B. Uh, here is Joe Biden standing in front of one of those whiteboards. Uh oh, that must be racist. Anyway, it's a whiteboard, and he's got a he's got a marker in his hand, and it says Joe Biden is holding a diversity training seminar for the African American community. So. <laughs> You gotta love the bee, man. I'm just They're saying. Brilliant, you gotta man. love the bee. They really They're are hilarious. Good. Wouldn't that All be a travesty? Right. <laughs> Isn't it great? So, uh, some bits and pieces. Ghislaine Maxwell, giddy as a schoolgirl after uh, having sex with George Clooney. Uh, I won't get into too many details about uh, this one because I got some uh, details about it. But she boasted of the sexual conquest to one of her alleged victims, Virginia Gouffray, as the women traveled together in the 2000s. No mention, no mention of Clooney being involved in underage sex, Epstein crimes, or any wrongdoing. Just according to this person that Ghislaine palled around with, uh, Ghislaine and Clooney hooked up. Uh, let's see here. Ghislaine Name Maxwell high, reportedly wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell reportedly wanted to recruit Paris Hilton for Epstein. Yeah, these people were creepy, man. They're creepy people. Uh, when Maxwell saw Hilton at a party, she was stunned by her good looks and said to a friend, "Who dat? Oh my God, that she would be perfect for Jeffrey." Yuck. And thing, then uh, Virginia Guffrey, writing in her book, The Billionaire's Playboy Club, all this is now coming out, said, sex with Prince Andrew was the longest ten minutes of my life. Well, there you go. <laughs> there it's going to suck to be him. You know what? I want I want every damn name revealed. I want to know everybody involved in this thing from day one. I want it all out there, yep. man. Bring them all yep. out into the light, man. Yep. You know, honestly. I agree. I agree. I totally agree. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, what do you think about Donald Trump this weekend doing the uh, doing the four point plan, go, making an end run around uh, Nancy Pelosi? Uh, she was curled up with a bottle in the corner, and uh, he wrote a. Right. You know, go ahead. What, well, it's what do you executive think about? actions. Yeah, I mean, he, he pretty much did everything that he wanted to do in the stimulus bill that they were holding up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because they want voter ID laws repealed, and they wanted all these other things uh, in front of the uh, the assistance for folks. And he's huh? like, oh, okay, all right, well, you know what, forget you, I'll just do an executive action. He did four of them, right? I think one to extend mm -hmm. uh, or to increase unemployment benefits or extend them. Yep. Yep. Uh, he, uh, he he did, what was he, one of the employers? Deferring uh, the payroll taxes pay, until the end right. of the year. Yeah. Moratorium so on evictions. Evictions. Yep. These are all the things that they want. These are all the evictions especially. Mm -hmm. You know, these are things that any liberal puke these days would be argue, arguing for. Trevino's been arguing for that here in, in San Antonio. And he did it. 
and they still hate his guts, and he's still screwing mm-hmm. it up, and it's still awful because he went around them. And and they act like uh, they're all put out because of the executive actions, but they weren't put out at all when Obama was using his executive pen exactly. to do all kinds of stuff that he couldn't do legislatively, like the right. Dreamer Act. You know, uh, so the phone. They, they're full of crap. They're just absolutely mm-hmm. full of crap. And, and again, it just shows you how they're really not concerned about the American people. It's really no, not. not about the American people at all. Bill Barr's yeah. right. It's all political, man. It's all political. I have to uh, apologize real quick here because uh, I had Max Lucado on last week, and I like Max. You know, I, I do, right. and I've read his books and all that kind of stuff. But we were promoting this prayer thing over the weekend, and I really thought it was going to be something different. I thought the right. prayer thing was going to be, let's pray to God to heal our land. Let's pray to God that uh, this 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 uh, pandemic goes away, and let's pray to God that people are going to be safe and nobody else catches it and nobody else dies and all those kinds. That's what I thought it was because it was presented to me as Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name humble, their, humble themselves and pray, then I will hear from heaven and I will come and heal their land. Well, yeah, it was that, but it was all about apologizing for racism and apologizing for slavery and stuff that we've never done hundreds of years. In fact, Don's going to do a story at the top of the hour at 9 o'clock. That's not what I thought this was supposed to be. I didn't think it was a reparation prayer service. Um, And so, I, you know, sorry that I promoted that because that's not – I don't think anybody that's alive today is responsible for slavery that happened 400 years ago in this country. Sorry, you're not responsible for it. You didn't do it, and you don't need to pay out of your pocket for it. You don't need to pray to God for forgiveness for it because you didn't do it, and you're not responsible for it. So uh, it, had I known that it was going to be that, I would have never, would have never pumped oh, it sure. up. Sure, well, of course, you know. And I, I it, 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 it kind of, it, it, to me, you know, especially coming from a guy like that. I mean, so much of what the Christian faith is to me is dealing with what I've screwed up, what I've really actually done wrong, things that I've, you know, sins I've committed, you know, and uh, this is the whole, you know, moat in your eye and log in the other guy's eye and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's all I can do in one lifetime, I hope, to deal with the stuff that I've done, actually. This idea that we have to take on social guilt or historical guilt for things that have happened before, it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any logical sense. No one alive today. Look, the kids in the streets today who are who are robbing the the uh, the Macy stores and 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 starting the fires and throwing bottles of pee at cops. They also right. have never lived under oppression like Jim Crow. They weren't they there. No they were right. that was long after them. Okay, so the people in the streets don't know what it's like to suffer under systemic racism. The people uh, of today are not guilty for the slave trade. My God. If right. that's true, you you and I could be guilty of the Crusades and all kinds of stuff. Well, see, that's <laughs> what I was about to say. Well, two, two, two quick comments. First of all, the beautiful, the beautiful thing about the Christian faith is you don't have to deal with your sins. Jesus right. dealt with your sins. That's the beautiful thing of the Christian faith. He already took care of that for you. All you have to do is make a mental assent to that and uh, and agree to that. And uh, he, he already took care of your sins for you. The second thing is you're not responsible for other people's sins. You're not responsible for other people's crimes or other, the way other people behave. That's not on you. Quit letting these namby-pamby, wussified little babies 
And that's what we've created. We've created a whole generation of wussies. Don't quit, quit, just quit letting them lay that guilt on you. you know, what are they going to do? Tell you that you, you, you were in the Manson gang? Uh, tell you that you flew the airplanes on 9-11? What else are you responsible for? Uh, sorry, it doesn't work that way. You don't have to attend, uh, atone for slavery that happened 400 years ago. If we're gonna start that, if we're gonna start that crap and making people that are alive today atone for the sins of people 400 years ago and happened 400 years ago, good. It works on both sides. Let's get after it. Let's have it. Uh, you know, I, 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 stupid, stupid. Like uh, who the actor uh, uh, last week who got married on a plantation and realized afterwards he got married on a plantation. It was a wedding venue. Yes, he was disgusted exactly. by his own behavior because slaves had worked that plantation. Uh, you know, right. two hundred years ago. It's ridiculous, man. Again, right. it's an ego stroke for <clears throat> white, you know, liberal idiots. To prove to everybody how woke they are, because I know how awful and guilty white people are. Right. It's such it, it's an ego stroke. It's humble boasting. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah. It's, a, it's a selfie. It has no well, meaning. Not that he'll take any advice from me, but Max preach the gospel and forget about social justice because that's not what right. the pulpit's for. Pulpit is for preaching the gospel, not for social justice. All right, back in just a minute. We'll tell you about Orsati Dental at two ten four seven nine eight nine eight nine two ten four seven nine eight nine eight nine. The number for Orsati Dental. Straighten your teeth, turn your teeth white, get in great dental health. By the way, dental health affects everything else inside your body, so you want to make sure that you got great dental health going on, and you can do that by going to Orsati Dental and having them do the cleanings and the usual work that needs to be done. And then if you want to straighten your teeth, you know, and 